Izzy. Yes. So, you were going to talk okay. about Aldrea. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, backstory. I've already mentioned it a few times. I grew up a military brat. My dad was in the Navy. Um, things happened. I identify a little bit too much with Aldrea and felt very called out by this book. <laughs> uh, based on my experiences as a military child. Like, as the book went on, I felt less and less called out because it started focusing more on Aldrea's current experiences and not her, you know, growing up military and being like, I want to be in the military and da 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 da, da You know. Mm-hmm. But, so... Growing up military sucks. And not just for the obvious reasons. A lot of, like, Aldrea's shit is, like, when you're a... Like, socialized as a girl, because I grew up being socialized as a girl, um... And you're part of that military family structure. You go in two extremes. You either go really hard into being a girl or you go tomboy. There is zero in between. And Aldrea went tomboy. I went tomboy. You know, that not like other girls bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have a note about chapter two that's just in quotes I'm not like other girls <laughs> I uh, and it was it's this this her need to feel like she has to prove something about herself because of like who her dad is and the fact that she's a girl and that she can do things exactly the same as everybody else as well as like her mm-hmm. relationship with her her younger brother, Barafin. Mm-hmm. Um and like God. I have two younger siblings. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm I think it was up until God, I'm literally until like the scoop was exploded that I was just like, fuck me the whole time. Because the that urge to do the same thing that the military parent in the family does is very strong in military families uh, because you're just socialized to think that that's okay mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. The only reason that I managed to get out of that is because my mom was not like she grew up military, but she wasn't in the military. Um, and she was much more left than my dad was. My dad was a conservative. <laughs> eh. um, <laughs> it was the only reason I managed to escape. Also because I'm gay, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, you had a time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and Aldrea kind of reading Aldrea's kind of arc in that first part of the book where she's in this new place. She's been forced into this new place where she has no friends. She has no touchstone of experience. She only has her family and the person that she's making. Yeah. It doesn't really even have them because she feels distant from them because her mom, she doesn't want to do any of the things that her mom does. Mm-hmm. Uh, her little brother is suffering from depression because all he left all of his friends. He's somewhere where he doesn't want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got nothing to do in his mind except play video games. Uh, <laughs> definitely didn't happen with my youngest brother. That's not a thing that felt uh, like it hit too close to home. 
And her dad is retired, quote unquote, and only thinking about the way things used to be. And she's here like the only person that I've managed to make friends with is another outcast from this group of people who live here. So I can't even pretend to be normal. <laughs> um, and growing up like that is hard. Uh, cause you just, you get that in your head that that's the, like the way that your family works is the way that things are supposed to be. The things that they do are the things you're supposed to do, mm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I almost went into the military because of my dad. Um, but I have depression, so. And Aldrea's actions in that first part of the book feel natural mm -hmm. in a way that hurts Which a actions? lot. What do you mean? Like, um, the way that she interacts with Dak to a degree, um, because she realizes that he's different from the other Hork-Bajir, which is its whole thing. We've been talking about that. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't tell him about the Yerks. She doesn't tell him about Andalite war or weapons. Mm -hmm. She doesn't tell him about any of the violent things that her society does, despite the fact that, like, fighting is a deeply inherent part of their culture. Mm -hmm. Especially for the males. And she's like, I and like basically she's envies males and you'd think she'd talk about it but she just doesn't because she doesn't want to think about that mm -hmm. I she think, wants yeah she wants this kind of normalized peace that she has control over mm -hmm. and i think uh, there was maybe a little bit of shame there yes mm -hmm. absolutely because of the Hork-Bajir culture being so pacifist and, you know, it, you know, I, I imagine her being uncomfortable introducing him to the concept that, that she, that her people do harm, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's something that, uh, that Doc had never even imagined. Um, and like that introducing that concept also means that she has to face with a new person the things that her dad did. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Because it, like, she would probably either feel like she has to, or it would come to that point where she talks about the Yerks mm -hmm. and what her dad did, and she's like, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to think about it. I just want to be me in this new space. Um, which isn't much of a person, because I don't think Aldrea at the time knew who she was. Mm -hmm. And that's something that she struggles with throughout the whole, the whole book, I think, because she... Her identity was Ciro's daughter or, you know, Ciro's unkindness, which, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a whole that's, fucking... That's rough. That, that, that was rough. Yeah. Ooh, I've had some nasty nicknames as a kid, but that yeah, was it's, nasty. Wow. It was definitely, um, too, definitely too soon, guys. For... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. yeah. And, like, she experienced the Yerks you know, killing people around her. She experienced that. She has PTSD. Mm -hmm. 100%. That, you know, made worse. Most, honestly, this is, this is a personal opinion that I hold as a military child. Most, if not all, military children have trauma related to the fact that 
part of their family was in the military. Because we have to constantly deal with the idea of, what if my parent is dead tomorrow? Oh, mm-hmm. wow. What if I get that phone call? Like, what if my mom gets that phone call or my dad gets that phone call or my guardian gets that phone call? Oh, this family member was killed overseas mm-hmm. or they've gone, they're missing in action, etc. It's traumatizing. I'm sure. Uh, and for Aldrea, like having to actually experience that because she was in that area, there's a reason in the military, they don't bring their families overseas. And that's why. Mm-hmm. But the because, whole family seems to be considered kind of trash now because of Ciro's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. They were sent somewhere new that wasn't expected to become a war zone. It's like a family getting relocated to Germany. Mm-hmm. Which is a thing that's happened. Uh, my family relocated to Italy for a little while. But you don't take your family into some place that could be a war zone or could be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was supposed to be safe. And the fact that it wasn't. Wow, Ciro's two for two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> it's made so much worse. Oh, God. Yeah, I have multiple notes in here about trauma. <laughs> that it's yeah. hard for me to really express into words. As, like, you'd think I'd have the words better than this as, like, a military chop, but I don't. Because this is such a difficult kind of thing to express because you have to have grown up with that Mm -hmm. to understand like i can't see my parent and they could be dead that that like permanence of them doesn't exist until they retire and even then because they're traumatized Mm -hmm. i have probably more things to say but i think i've i've worn myself out on that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Dak can't understand this because the Hork-Bajir don't understand fighting. They don't understand violence, which, uh, Danielle, you guys brought this up in the episodes, like you and Jade, like it's an mm-hmm. infantilization of them that they don't understand what violence is. Right. Beyond accidentally hurting one another and, you know, death being just a thing. Mm-hmm. And on one hand, man, I sure would love to live in a society that doesn't understand violence. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. But also, like... Yeah, it was sweet while it lasted, but then when when the year showed up, they had they had absolutely no yeah. defenses. And it'd, yeah. be ni- it'd be super nice to live in a world where people aren't like that to each other, but mm-hmm. we don't. And writing a story where there's an entire created race of creatures that don't understand what violence is is gross. Yeah, it's so specifically with respect to the nonviolence. It at the very least, and like say, saying this as in this is the least that they could do. Um, the once the Hork Bajir experience violence and like are are in it and commit it, then. That's all they want to do. It's, it's, well, no, it's, um, they, they do understand it. Like, it's not, oh, it's, it's more like they just haven't been exposed to it than 
they are incapable of understanding this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that makes even sense. Even Doc has that moment where he's like, I suddenly yeah. realized, you know, that I was strong. Right. And that, you know, like, because it, it never quantifying myself in those ways of, like, how much damage can I do to another being is not something I, you know, right. considered. But now he's suddenly right. like, oh, wait. I am covered in blades, and yeah. I, like, you know... <laughs> oh, boy. I and can slice through another hork entire spinal cord. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna uh, say that that just, um, with the whole them understanding violence, I think, I think that's just the underlying theme of at the end of the day, you're going to, you know, you're going to survive, even if you don't know how you know, mm-hmm. survival wasn't necessary for the Hork-Bajirs because they just did, right? Like, mm-hmm. there was nothing really... Their their planet... Really, what happens is... is, is the Hork-Bajir planet could have been considered like the Garden of Eden because everything was in perfect balance, right? And yeah. and then you had a guy come in who's who's intelligent and the seer is like, ah, oh. you know, when, when this... Basically, the reaction to, uh, to Doc being a seer was like, ah, oh, shit, this guy's coming here to cause trouble. You know, because we don't, they kind of, they're like, all right, we're going to need him because seers come out because, you know, whenever we need him, right? It's a prophecy. Whenever a seer is made, whenever we need one. But the 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 council over there is like, well, we don't want you, but since we have you, we'll, you know, you'll, you'll do what you got to do. But it, it's kind of like once he is told, once he realizes I'm here to teach my people how to, how to survive, it's easier for the Hork It's easy for every species, I think, to learn how to survive. Right? It, it's hard, but it becomes easy. And I think that's the the, the thing with the Hork is they just they realize, all right, we have to fight, but it's still completely against our nature because they still I I still don't think any of the Hork liked it, no. you know, uh, to fight. But they just realize, well, that's what we got to do. If not, we're going to be slaves. This is fair. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they can't opt out of fighting now because they're they're going to who are forced to fight by the Yurks, or they're going to fight not be controllers. Yeah. Um, but I don't I push back against the... I don't know if the Hort-Bajir were, like, hostile towards Dokumi for being a seer. It seemed more like they were, like... Confused? Almost sad? Oh, yeah, a little sad, a little exhausted, like, oh. You know, like, okay, he's dead. Something is going to change, and it may not be for the better, because we don't know what it is yet. Yeah, yeah. but like, it's sort of like, oh, okay. Like, they, they just sort of... Out. Wait and see, and but like, uh, like kind of like an exasperation. Like the when he said <laughs> his mother was like, "Oh, different." Like, great. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, she's accepted it, but it's like it's you know. And there's yeah. probably also like a vague awareness and like sadness of like Doc won't won't ever be able to properly fit in with the rest of them because yes, of this. that's true. Yes, and it's that like was knowing knowing that makes it sad that he is a seer yeah that was the vibe i got is very much more of a like this is a person who's going to be an outlier to essentially our entire society Mm -hmm. um and we don't really know what to do with him Mm -hmm. so instead we have to wait and see what he does and follow that Mm -hmm. and then let him ask weird questions yeah yeah, no and like I—he's gonna and, draw charcoal drawings and say, "Hey, yeah. this looks like you." No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm clearly a person. That made me so is... sad. 
I'm right here, dude. Like, I'm not there. Not, that's not me. <laughs> that's you not imagine, me. Right like, here. a little a little kid, like, like coming up to their parent, like, look, I drew you. That's not me. But, but you, <laughs> like, oh, you, you did so good, honey. Your, your I'm going to put it on the fridge. No, I don't. What? And it's a potato. <laughs> <laughs> like, clearly but, like, in the opposite direction, almost. Yeah. yeah. It's the you being like, oh look, I drew you, and a little kid being like, that's not me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm right here. What the fuck? Yeah, it's the except I don't want to like really actually liken the Hork Bajir to being children because they're likened to having childlike intelligence. Yeah, look quite yeah. a few times, and I'm like that. Well, feels bad. The problem is they're likened to having childlike intelligence, except worse. Because, like, K.A. say things like, I mean, through Ciro, but they say things like, oh, the hork don't understand the concept of trust. Oh, yeah. And it's like, that's excuse me? I don't, but I don't think that... They like, trust each other so much. I, I don't think that, that the, that the, nar- like, I don't think we're supposed to take that at face value. Like, I don't think that was written to say, like, this is true. But this is another way that the Andalites are showing their true colors and how they and, you know, their judgments about um, about this race. Like, I, I don't I don't think we're supposed to be on board when he says they can't understand trust. Yeah, I, I would see I would be I would be more on board with that reading, except for the way that the Hork-Bajir are in general, except for Dak, are treated by like literally everyone else in the series. Yes, mm-hmm. but they're all awful. Like, yeah. Like, there's... <laughs> but, like, even our our supposed heroes. Like, yeah. Tobias treats the hork like shit! He does. Uh, and they yeah. worship him, which is even worse. Right! Yeah! yeah. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think I think it was intended to be this kind of, like, we're not supposed to empathize with these people. Clearly, they are underestimating the hork and this is why that's bad. Mm. I think that was the intention. Yeah. For me, personally, I don't think it succeeded. No, mm. not at all. Okay, okay. Mm. Can we talk about the Arn? Yes! <laughs> I hate oh. them! Pieces of shit. Okay. <laughs> you genesists! Yeah. So, okay, very quick tangent. Uh, so I, I do a, uh, uh, an Animorphs actual play podcast that I run based on a, a, a game that I wrote. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's really good. Um, and I recently introduced the Arn. The best thing about this podcast is that none of the players, except for Jade, who is only recently reading them, none of the players know anything about Animorphs. Oh, that's gonna be It is, it is so beautiful. They know some very baseline shit and, like, maybe a few facts here and there. But they don't know anything about the plot. They don't know anything about the random species that show up. Yeah. It's Mm. Great. And and the best thing is I introduced I introduced uh an Arn recently. And spoilers, Izzy, but it's not that okay, bad. I figured. Yeah, um, I figured. I they're making this year. I mean <laughs> Yeah, I figured that they would the Arn were gonna show up. Yeah, so so th- there's an Arn and 
in trying to describe them, I, I Google the pic- a picture of an R and I post it. And it's what, it's like one of the first art pieces that show up in Google search. Mm-hmm. And immediately my, one of my players, Brian says, who's this sexy mothman motherfucker? <laughs> I cannot look at the Arn anymore without thinking sexy mothman. I'm looking, I am cursed. I'm, looking, I'm, I'm cursed. Put this picture up. Cause I, I, yes. I was imagining more like a feathered flying squirrel yes. situation. Yes. Same. But- <laughs> Oh, is yeah, I always imagine the, uh, the. Is it this the, one from the fandom? The it's this one. Alternate universe? Yes, it's that one. Yes, I can see why Brian. Oh. Said- <laughs> see, I like the I like the second one that shows. If you Google it, the second image that shows up because the it, bug it eyed ass. Yeah, the weird buff arm. Yeah. In the fern gully. <laughs> like for some reason, I've always thought of Robin Williams in Fern Gully. Um, mm. Like whenever they describe him, just walking instead walking. Batty. I'm sorry, who was Robin Williams in Fern Gully? Batty. Yeah, the the bird. Mm-hmm. Oh. The, the bird? Yeah, it was, it was, I guess it was a bird, but not really. Batty was a bat. A bat, thank you, thank you. <laughs> For some reason, I've always thought of, I got an image bat, except walking, and a little taller, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, For some reason, yeah. I did not know that. Oh, uh, wow. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's okay. Ferngully's an old movie, so it it's is. Like, I, I literally that's watched no it. That's no excuse. Like, it's Robin ago. Williams. Like, I, I, I mean, I've never seen uh, some Robin Williams movies, so like. Yeah. But I saw this, like, within the past five years, and I don't know <laughs> what. I think happened. it's just his voice is a little different in it as well. Yeah, he pitches I, himself up a bit. Everything got sort of uh, like eclipsed by the smoke monster guy. Mm. Just, <laughs> whose Hexus. name I don't remember. Hexus. Yeah. I, I think this, this <laughs> you want to talk about see. being introduced to monster fucking at a young age. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's Tim Curry. How can we not? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. Um, He's got a voice. <laughs> Okay, but back, right. back to sexy mothman. <laughs> sexy <Arn>. mothman. <laughs> Except they're small. They're like three feet tall. Uh huh. And they're fucking eugenicists. Yeah, they're the worst. I hate them. I hate them so much. Um. Anyway, the Arn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they're amazing ass. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 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 the obvious. And most egregious problem with the yarn, bes- besides the fact that they're just entitled assholes. To God. Uh, is that apparently they intentionally made the hork bajir dumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that they could just tend to the trees on the planet. Mm-hmm. Which definitely has a we're gonna create a slave species vibe. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, but the, the weird thing to me are the, 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 I don't know if it's worse or just piling on is not only did they, they make efforts to limit the species they created, but then they, they install these, like, monsters mm-hmm. to, like, keep them, keep, keep them out. Which yep. uh, which is bizarre to me because I'm like, first of all, this is really awkward once the planet is under siege and the only defense is for y'all uh, and you, you know, 
literally made it uh, impossible for the Horpagier to spontaneously on their own defend themselves. Mm-hmm. But, like, what are you afraid of, exactly? What is the... I think it's less fear and just more high-mindedness. Yeah. Oh, they just don't want to deal with the... Yeah, yeah. they just yeah. don't want... They don't... They want to do their own thing. They don't want this species that they created to keep the planet in balance. Literally, it's... Like, the Hork-Bajir, I believe... Like, to the R in the way that it came off to me, the Hork-Bajir are just animals. Yeah. They're um, not people. They don't it. have intelligence. Got it, got it. Yeah. So except that they out. also made them sapient. Fencing. Yeah, except they also made them sapient. And then, like, that whole conversation where it's like, ah, yes, the 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 one in, like, however many Hork-Bajir that is just smarter than everybody else. We could never get that out of there. It was yeah. really, really annoying. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. Yep. I'm like, gonna looking throw at him you like he's a mathematical anomaly. Core. He's like, yeah. yes, you're one of the smart ones. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you- I'm gonna throw them into the fucking planet's core. Like, you bitch! suck. If they I suck. had been Doc, I would have. I would have just yeeted this Arn into mm-hmm. the planet's core. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. uh, K.A. did do one thing, though, that... Um, that made me realize, like, man, she's really good. She really made, she created a species that you literally could say is the worst species in the entire galaxy, because the Arn really are the worst species out of any... suck. And and the thing that, the thing that I got from them, which was kind of going back to the colonialization thing, is they kind of, them getting them to basically um, get the, the, you know, where the Hork-Bajir, all they're doing is to cater to the trees, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the environment up top mm-hmm. it kind of it gave me the whole like native americans getting addicted to cocaine uh to for for the for for colonizers to get basically uh-huh. make them slaves to do their 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 stuff like mining and stuff like that uh-huh. that's mm-hmm. really what I, especially since the name of the arms are kind of i don't think she did it to make the native americans look bad but kind of did it to kind of give you that idea because you know the names is very very um aztec mayanish yeah, I, I don't even bother trying to. Um, honestly, I don't even know the name of any of the arms. I'm like, I'm not even gonna bother trying to figure out this scrabble letters because I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look at it and be like, yeah, squiggly, um, you know, scrambled words said this, you know, because I'm just like, I'm not gonna bother even trying to memorize. But it's kind of, I feel like that even alone was kind of brought in there to basically bring us back to the whole idea of the Spaniards infiltrating Latin America, you know, the, the mm. uh, Europeans invading America, you know, it, it, it just, it just brought back that. And that's what I got from them. Like that they're going to get these guys addicted to these trees in order to kind of give us the idea of remember when the native Americans were getting addicted to cocaine and getting addicted to different things in order for them to start mining for, you know, for, for the colonies. I just thought that was a, that was a pretty great metaphor from Kay the Arn are just horrible, horrible beings that you were like, I can't wait for the Yurks to... to when, it's <laughs> it's bad when you're like, you know, when, when they say like, they, yeah, the Yurks would just work them to death. You know, they, we can't invade them, so we're just going to work... We can't invest you, so we're just going to work you to death. And I'm just like, you know what? If there's any species that deserves the, the wrath of the Yurks, it would be the Arn. Like, there's the only species that I would say that to, because they were just yeah. horrible, horrible beings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like on one hand, I am I'm glad that the Arn were like we've shrunk our brain stem so that they can't mm-hmm. like infest us. So it's like okay, cool. You're not going to give them the like your your biology knowledge. Mm-hmm. Also, fuck you. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they could have. Shit and die. I hope they all infest you and all of your brains explode. Considering how quickly they managed that somehow, they could have, yeah. you know, done something for the, for the Herpesier to make them. No, yeah. they're selfish bastards. They could yeah. <laughs> have done something to protect. But you know what? Yeah. What I did respect about the story is like, I feel like often in stories where people learn that they've been, I don't know, they've been genetically modified or they've been Mm -hmm. like, you know, manufactured or cloned or whatever. They have this like really, not that it's not understandable, but it's like, it's, it's played out the sort of like long existential Mm -hmm. crisis Mm -hmm. and they're really Mm -hmm. angsty and who am I? And and Dakami was not actually that interested in and all of that, it was like, we're here now, right? Like he wasn't, he, he, he didn't, he didn't get preoccupied with like, you know, our existence is, you know, I did, I thought and our origin. Is yeah. High and the- yeah. Like, it was just like, just, Oh yes, you need us then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he accepted it and was just like, ah, okay, we're just going to move past this. Yeah. Dak is very, very good at cutting right to the core of whatever needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And I think that says something also, like, about, like, the hork They don't really deal in fluff mm-hmm. and, like, like, mm-hmm. it's, you, you see the... Yeah. You see the heart of the problem, you get to it, you fix the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's cutting down a, a, a dying tree. You don't leave it until it falls over. You take care of it. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Uh, so it it's fuck them for being like the Hork Bajir aren't smart. It's like bitch. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Jade and I talked about this in our recording. It's uh, and I talked about it with Jen off recording as well. Like <laughs> it wouldn't be as gross if they had just like if they had made space beavers, right? If they had actually literally made an animal that was not sapient in order to, like, or, or manufactured the ecosystem in some way and populated it so that there was a, a, a complicated food web to, to maintain the ecosystem, mm-hmm. that would be less gross than what they did. Yeah, but I think they, they wanted a shortcut, right? They wanted yeah. like, this immediate... They needed it done thing. ASAP so they could get off this fucking moon. So he yeah. needs to be, they need to be smart enough mm-hmm. to, to to do this like complicated tree system yeah. and to more or less you know respect the deep or whatever, Yeah, but not so smart that they are like, uh, you know, not going to make trees their priority or you know, right. too curious right. about, right. You know, like, not so smart that they'll from. leave. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, 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 they needed to be smarter. So like you guys know, uh, what brine pools are in the ocean, right? Nope. Mm-hmm. nope. So a, a, a brine pool in the ocean is this aggressively salinated, heavier kind of space of water. They're usually pretty deep down too. Um, and any animal that goes into it immediately goes into toxic shock. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, there are anim- they are dead and decaying animals floating like in it and on top of these pools, quote-unquote, because this is in the water. It's deep down in the ocean. But there are animals that will still go into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And there's animals that'll go into it to hunt, even. Like, they'll go and they'll, like, snatch out, like, a recently dead thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, get minor salt poisoning <laughs> before, mm-hmm. you know, escaping. I've seen videos of eels getting too close and their entire, like, being just spasms mm-hmm. in a horrifying way. Uh, and so they needed to be, like, for, like thinking of the Hork-Bajir not going into Father Deep is, like, they needed to be smarter than these... Mm-hmm. animals who would just not be afraid of it mm-hmm. they'd be like oh yeah sometimes this kills things i'm still gonna go in it because there's a dead thing and i want it mm-hmm. the hork bashir have to be smarter than that they have to be like oh no this kills things mm-hmm. we shouldn't go down there and then but pass not on so the legends and yeah. right yeah. but not so smart that they look up at the sky and go there's something out there mm-hmm. yeah i want to see it you yeah know? it's it also reminds me very much of um, the, so I've, I've learned a significant amount about, uh, like native stewardship of the land mm-hmm. recently and like how, for instance, the aboriginals in Australia or the native Americans in the United States and South America, uh, like their particular practices of living and eating and all of that, um, were fundamental to maintaining the health of the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which is something you'll see just in the natural world in terms of like the balance of predator and prey animals. It's the whole reintroducing wolves to Yellowstone thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's why the wildfires in California are so exactly on the entire West coast is because the like native Americans and first nations people up in like through the entire like Western seaboard, did controlled burns. Right. Exactly. For thousands of years. And then right. you know, they were forced to stop. And now we're seeing dramatic wildfires that are decimating areas. Right. Because the, the things that could catch haven't been, you know, every few years taken care of. Right. And the thing that makes it particularly skeevy for me is that in certain circles you get the almost elevation of native people as saviors as like oh well we need to let them back so that they can help the environment again Mm -hmm. which is Bad. That should not be the reason why you're exactly them back their shit for so many you reasons. Give it back to them because it belongs to them. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it, it's it's kind of like the the just in, in the way of expecting oppressed people to then save us from ourselves. Yeah. And that's the vibe I get with the Hork Bajir. Yes. Is <laughs> is we're gonna make it so that you can tend to the trees. We don't want to have to be tree herders. Like, we don't want to have to take care of them. Yeah, so boring. <laughs> you, yeah, like, we have better things to do with our lives, thanks. So we're gonna make it, we're gonna make a species to just do that for us. And it, like, it smacks of that to me. And I hate it. And then they make these horrible, quote-unquote, monsters. Yeah. Genetic, like, just amalgamations. Because they can! Mm-hmm. For no reason except to make 
creatures to keep the tree herders away from them. Like, it's said, like, no, the, the, because, like, when Aldrea turns into a, a Jubba Jubba, I think, mm-hmm. uh, she's like, there is no intelligence here. There is no mind. There is only hunt and kill. Yeah. And it's like, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, what needless, like, horrific deaths through these Horpagir yeah. just because yeah. you, you know, they're ru- going to mess wanna... up your aesthetic or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that you didn't want to deal with the rabble, quote-unquote. Like, yeah. bitch! Yeah. Oh and then, Ugh. so, the Analytes did not come up with the quantum virus themselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. yep. They used Arn technology to do it, mm-hmm. which implies that the Arn helped them. It's like, well, let's cut our losses. They what the fuck? They got like some weird promise from Aloran because I 100% bet that the Andalites, because like I, I think because I was at that point I was fucking riveted and like breezing through the book mm-hmm. when I got to that point in it, but I bet that the the Andalites met with the Arn and they're like, ah, another like sapient race in the, the universe that is on par with us mm-hmm. mostly intelligence wise. They probably made some fucking deal with the Arn, like, yeah, if you help us with this, we'll get you out of here. Yeah. We'll we'll help you we'll either help you like re terraform this planet or we'll find you somewhere else. Like, yeah, totally fine. Mm-hmm. It's like motherfuckers You're bastards it's just so sad that they create this race that's actually really awesome, but yeah. no responsibility to them at all. Yes. Like, it's like you, you created these, these people to be your, like, eternal gardeners, and then you just left them to die. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't give a shit. You were like, yeah, no, it's lo- the Yerks can't hurt us, so we don't give a fuck. Sounds like yeah, a you didn't... problem. He was literally, yeah, that sounds like a you problem. We're we're good. They're not going to come down here. And he's like, uh, yeah, they are. And he's like, well, uh, we're actually genetic geniuses, so we'll just, like, you know, fix yeah. that right quick. Uh, they're still going to kill you. It's like, man, eh, shit. Think well, so. now we need I to kill all of you, you. in mm-hmm. order to. <laughs> so that doesn't happen. Yeah, it just the the short sightedness of it, like the yes. the narcissism and the short sightedness of like, what do you think they're going to take over the Horkbajir and then continue tending trees? Mm-hmm. The trees, which you said were like necessary for the very precise balance of atmosphere that is maintained within these valleys. You know those trees; mm-hmm. they're all well, going like, to how, die. <laughs> how did the Arn not realize that like an Andalite family had landed on the planet? <laughs> Uh, they're biologists, not physicists. Yeah, That's they weren't. They weren't really monitoring. They didn't care what was happening. Yeah, um, they don't. And there's the the boundary of the mist in between them and the sky. Mm-hmm. And also, their own arrogance made them think that I don't need to check on this stuff because I've created the perfect ecosystem where yeah. it'll be taken care of. So I don't care about the. God up forbid there. another goddamn asteroid hit your planet, Jesus. <laughs> well, even. <laughs> Even when they met Aldrea, they were like, "What the fuck are you? All right, get gone, Andalite. I don't want you here. Like, you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna, you're gonna mess up everything. You have to leave. Yeah, they weren't like, even I can't interested. Leave. They meet a new life form, and they're like, "Uh, can you not? Like, yeah. I'm just surprised he didn't look back. Like, Peter, did you create something and not tell us about it? You know? <laughs> God, God." 
<laughs> oh man, I hate them so much. I want I want to give them a wedgie and hang them from a flagpole. It wouldn't they have had more fun because we saw the the the, the Shadoos, Aldrea like says that they're some kind of like descendant or something of the of the Arn because they look related. It mm-hmm. seems like they were meant to be in trees too, and like in you know like real sunlight, mm-hmm. and it, it just seems like um, oh man, the Chidu were a vanity project. It's sad. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized that. <laughs> well, wait, wait, but we don't know who came first. It's true. Well, but see, they said that like everything on the planet had gotten fucked up. That's also true. Like, they were the only things that had survived, so they had to make everything else. So, like, mm. we don't really learn a whole lot about the Chidu and, like, what their point in the ecosystem is beyond, like, they're just this little, like, gliding c- critter mm-hmm. um, that doesn't, it doesn't really fear a whole lot. Um, they must be, like, pollinators or something. Yeah, and so they just, if the the Chidu look like the Arn... They're probably a vanity project. Mm-hmm. Like, let's make these little critters. Like, they, they, the, the Horkbisher can't know we exist, but like, yeah, they shouldn't be deprived. They should, they of... should be able to see something as pretty as us. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> like, motherfuckers, you guys suck so much. I hate them. <laughs> yeah, they're the worst. I don't. I. Mm. God. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about gender. <laughs> okay. All right, let's do it. As uh, one one of the, the the two NBs here, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, so Danielle specifically asked me to think about Aldrea and queerness and gender, as well as how gender, how the Andalite military structure affects Andalite gender and gender mm-hmm. roles. Mm-hmm. Aldrea 100% like she maybe doesn't quite come off as like any any like I don't get like sexuality vibes from her like for for any of that but you know it kind of ties into she's 100% she's not she's she's not cis mm-hmm. she she definitely comes off as some kind of gender fucked Mm-hmm. Specifically because of the way that the military values certain things. Because the Andalite warrior culture is quote-unquote the like epitome of what they can do and who they are. Even though it's like a weird remnant from the past. <laughs> um, like, if you're a male, you're like higher in society, you are stronger, you can do more things, you're listened to, etc, etc, etc. Men, this sure sounds familiar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, And then Aldrea is like, yeah, I'm not like other girls. I want to be a warrior despite my stature, despite who I am. I want to be a warrior. And, like, there's multiple times where she talks about, like, if I had had uh, like a male's tail blade, like when she cuts off the Jubba Jubba's like hand, mm-hmm. she's like, it took me three strikes. It could have taken a male blade one. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't consider like her body to be good, a good fit for her mind. Mm-hmm. But there's also then, the other side when she she yeah. tells us that like you know they're more like she's more coordinated and like you know like nimble or whatever than. Yeah. 
uh, the males are. So, like, when they're walking through the arms, like, steps and bridges and things, she feels more sure-footed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because when she turns into, uh, when she morphs into a Lauren, she has, like, a, a, a kind of complex mix of emotions about oh. being in that body, mm-hmm. where she's, like, he's not as steady on his feet as, like, I would be. Mm-hmm. But he's... This feels more powerful. Yeah. This feels Over, almost more overall, comfortable. She was a fan, I think. Yeah, yeah. she she, she was, was a fan fe- of being it. in that body. Yeah. So like, I don't I don't necessarily want to go full like trans masculine, but definitely some kind of gender fuck mm-hmm. there, where I can see her being like non-binary or like masculine presenting non-binary mm-hmm. even, where she's just like. You know what? If I could pick and choose some of these features, I would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, but it, it, Which is int- a mood. It's interesting, too, that, you know, she, both she and, you know, eventually Visser 3 will experience, you know, taking over Aloran's body. Nah. <laughs> like. Huh. <laughs> 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 and, and being, like, really into it. You know, like, feeling, feeling really badass and powerful. Huh. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered I had another note somewhere where I was like parallels. Where is it? Hold on. I have to find it. I'm just gonna say real quickly, I'm gonna do what every cis male should do when these type of conversations come up is shut the fuck up and just listen. <laughs> because it's important for me not to try to put my, you know, cis male like this is what you guys should think of. When you're thinking of reading these things, you know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to say, I'm totally listening to everything you guys are saying, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sit back because I have a feeling this isn't really my conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. If I that's appreciate okay. you. If that's okay. Yeah, no, I appreciate that outlook on it and that you were willing to listen to us talk about it. Yeah. Because that is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the fuck did I put this? Because that honestly, th- this is the same conversation that I've ha- have had to people about, you know, being Latino in America. You know, somebody mm-hmm. tries to tell me, well, you know, you guys don't deal with I was like, well, first of all, you have no idea what it's like. And I'm pretty sure Salty knows, you know, being a black woman. You don't know what it's like to be us. So just listen and just listen and yeah. learn, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm not trying to say a whole ton about the hork uh beyond what I've already said and kind of giving the floor to both of y'all because I am a white person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could talk of the Andalites for days. <laughs> listen i know what they're supposed to be (laughs) i'm so aware self-awareness is really important (laughs) experiences are not something that i can talk on because i haven't experienced that level of like a, a group of people coming in and being like no you're stupid Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the conversation could have been there, like, but, 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 the meantime, back to the gender thing. I'm really yeah. curious about how Yerks experience gender. Yeah, yeah. Like they're constantly gendered as masculine, like constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, because like even in this book, I noticed it when Esplin like said it like in one of his chapters my yerk brothers mm-hmm. 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 and like we know that there are yerks who i like 
quote unquote identify as female, but typically it's more along the lines of those are the ones who are in female hosts. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And anytime we are talking about a yerk but not referring to their host, we get masculine pronouns or it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're either no pronouns because they're not to it, the it, animorphs, they're not people sometimes. Yeah. Uh or masculine because that's how uh our society views power. <laughs> yeah. It, and that's also how the Andalite society views power. Mm-hmm. So them being gendered masculine like that <laughs> kind of fits in with especially these Yerks who are like, yeah, we're gonna take what the Andalites gave us and run with it. Um yeah. not like, to okay, mention the phallic nature becoming a controller. Yeah. Yep. You know, now yeah. that you've said it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. It's right, and I hate it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. But, like, I mean, it's right there. When you it. look at how Esplin talks about Aldrea, it's right yes. fucking there. Yes. That whole chapter is so uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. Loving the body and talking mm. about how, you know, how excited he is. To take her over and like how uh, specifically yeah. to be inside her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it a lot. It's it. really <laughs> gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I think Yerks that kind of maybe buck against that, especially the ones that are part of like the Yerk Empire, maybe not on the Yerk homeworld. Uh-huh. The ones that like buck against that super specifically, like maybe they either particular this is extrapolation to a de- like insane degree because I think about this shit too much. <laughs> like I, I would think that any Yerks that specifically choose hosts that aren't masculine are maybe bucking against that to a degree. Like they're still not not the part where it's like the phallic nature of completely overtaking somebody, but more like I don't want a masculine host. <laughs> yeah, I think there's more I think maybe for the higher up there's a little that, but it's like from them it's like get what you get you know yeah, yeah. they don't hey that sounds like being assigned a gender at birth <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it does yeah. Yeah. you don't get a, a choice do they start I, say, to- I think there's a lot more discussion on that that you guys can have when um you guys get to viscer right because uh-huh uh-huh yeah no 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 spoilers obviously but uh but when you guys get to viscer i think there's a lot because i've noticed that when my reread on viscer i was like there's a lot of like um a little bit of like the whole why did she choose the why did uh what's the name of Visser One's the host? I mean Yerk name? Oh uh, uh, fuck I'm blanking. Um, I have yeah. no idea. No, I don't know. Let's go with Visser One. It'll so it'll Visser come to me. Chooses, it'll come to me. Chooses, you know, and she sticks with it, you kinda have an idea of, of like of I hate to say it, but a, a little bit of a humanization of the Yerk, right? And yeah, I don't want to go into it because I there's mean, a lot of things that could go but kind of a humanization and it's like did she have to she, choose a woman did, for the- she she did choose a, a human controller yeah mm-hmm. oh, that's so true. like humanization is not necessarily the wrong way to put that <laughs> idris it just might be a it's little idris. bit more literal <laughs> and i one thing i will say that really snuck in there which was pretty cool was before it even became like you know somewhat normal was a throttle right with the whole yeah the the way that they uh the way that uh, yerks reproduce mm-hmm. that's essentially what they're what she's saying is like yerks get together have a threesome and then they create a bunch of babies yep 
So well, they, they, they what? They explode? Yeah, it's, like they yes. die, it's like, the three yeah. merge into one and then explode into hundreds of grubs. It sounds way less fun than the threesome, but yeah. it's still, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to stop existing, that's a way to do it. (laughs) Well, it's interesting because it is... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, that's one hell of a way to go out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It is viewed as, like, a self-sacrificing thing that the Yerks do, as, like, a, a, a positive, like, for the benefit of the community kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like in, like, the Yerk culture, like, on their home world, it's probably a lot more positive because it has to do with giving mm-hmm. more life for the life of more. Whereas in the Yerk Empire, being born into this military industrial complex that is the Yerks, uh-huh. like, the Yerk Empire specifically, mm-hmm. um, it's positive in a different, much grosser way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're making more soldiers. Great. <laughs> cool. Uh, you I, mean like how the Andalites were allowed to have second and third children because they're in a yes. war now? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wonder where the Yurks got the idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They learned a lot about war from the Andalites. Like, they you sure know, fucking did. Literally sure from their playbook, you know? God, fucking Christ. (laughs) I hate war and I hate militaries and I want to destroy things. Anarchy!